0: All right, so here's the deal. I was wondering who's going to teach last week. So I asked around. And there was a joint effort, which ended up being a solo, only because we all talked too much yeah. just or the right just amount. the right amount. And it was excellent. And I'm grateful. It was uh, it was just a delightful, relaxing class. So I'm I'm hoping for another delightful, relaxing class. Anyway, um, so I got a, a text. No, I got an email from uh, from Ryan, who I was under under the impression would be teaching tonight, and uh, he shared two things with me. Number one, that uh, he had signed up. for, He copied me on the infamous Colby spreadsheet. Have you seen the Colby spreadsheet? No, no, you need to get a copy of it. No um, one's seen
1: the Colby spreadsheet for quite some yes, time. Yes, that's true. Um, so he sent <laughs> me a copy of the Colby, Colby spreadsheet,
0: <laughs> um, wherein he had signed up for uh, kindling a fire, which I know was, uh, so you know, yeah. Did you, yeah. yeah so I, I don't know what's going on there, but he signed up for that. And something else about fire. And extinguishing. It's, it's probably putting out the fire, sure. and hot, uh, hot Pretty hot topic. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Colby's starting. <laughs> here it is. He's, he's just burning And, uh, and <laughs> the second thing he shared was that, that he wouldn't be here tonight so. and that he'd let me know when he was you know ready to teach. So, um, Well, that was a little bit of a surprise. But I have uh, I've been waiting to review a, a topic with you. So uh, I've uh, taken a, a little note from uh, Taylor's playbook. And instead of standing up with my cool... Um, keynote. I'm just going to sit here on the couch and drink water and relax. The and wine? Talk with you. I, I already finished my wine, but I'll have more wine when we're done here. It's so. an so invitation today. for it. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So um, what I'd like to ask you tonight is, uh, is about shepherds.
2: The it's seven about shepherds?
0: I beg your pardon? The seven shepherds? No, no, no just shepherds in general. Yeah nor the three shepherds which are talked about in the prophets which the Lord is going to slay but anyway that's a different class Um, I just would like to discuss the topic of shepherds and I'd like us to talk about our responsibility as men as believers in Messiah Yeshua as heads of households many of us and as fathers and I'd just like to ask you from the scriptures um, where your head is at what your responsibilities are and how you feel about this so let me kick it off this way uh, you may disagree it's ok I may disagree <laughs> Pete's are probably going to disagree <laughs> <laughs> I believe that, uh, that we live in a fallen world I believe that men are inherently bad and left to their own devices as we've seen down through history they will take advantage of the weak the oppressed women and so forth and it is only the <coughs> hand of righteousness and the hand of God that holds back the evil inclination or as we call the Yetzirah, Yetzirah. and my focus tonight is to get us to speak about what restraining influence you believe we are obligated, not encouraged, but obligated to bring in this world. From various perspectives, one would be physical safety, one would be religious teaching, one would be comfort. So, I'm looking for you now to dig deep and pull out, look up, scroll to, flip to, passages that come to mind that lead to your responsibility in these regards. Now, you're talking regarding preserving the world, or specifically your thinking? Uh, I would I would take it as broad as you'd like to bring it. my focus would be first on individuals which would start with I would think in circles yourself your immediate family, God willing and by his grace your extended family which would include me when I'm old um, and then beyond that to those in the community proper and those in in the uh, uh, physical community of Matthews, Charlotte, etc., and Ruchad. Um and those beyond that perhaps in the world who are in need of care, of protection, of provision, etc. Does that make sense?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John? I was just going to start with some of Yeshua's words um, concerning... Don't let me slow you down. Okay. I'm in John chapter ten.
0: So was I. One well of my done.
3: One of my favorite,
0: one of the favorite
3: ones. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've got a, almost a whole column of red letters here. Just, so just give it
0: verse eleven. I think that'll probably do it best. All right. I am the good shepherd.
3: The good shepherd lays down his life for the
0: sheep. Now, what does this mean? I mean, I don't. Let's let's get rid of the pearly gate stuff and the ethereal <clears throat> stuff. What does that mean?
3: he's willing to put himself in harm's way for the betterment
0: of the flock do you think that this is an example that he received from the prophets and from the Torah or do you think this was unique to the Mashiach, the Messiah, the Anointed One? anybody jump in and help
3: the concept of a shepherd and you know um, Flocks is not new to Yeshua, if that's what you're asking. Mm-hmm. It's replete throughout the Psalms.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Good. Um, so, uh, it's. So, I, I don't think it was new to Yeshua. Good. All right. okay. And the shepherd language that Yeshua is playing
4: off of in John chapter 10 um, is really extensive in the prophets because the focus of the prophets is the shepherds are the leaders of God's people. They're the teachers. They're the the guy the um, the heads of the communities. They're the people. They're judges. Whatever else that they're and God is holding them responsible for His people.
0: He dings them pretty bad. Can you give fact, me an example.
4: Um, in the book of Ezekiel, good. Um, God is quite upset with the shepherds of, of His people, uh, quote unquote, because they're um, basically using their position, their leadership. For themselves, that's right. They're 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 um, abusing the weak. They're uh, not caring for those who need them, and they're basically just uh, living it out for them. For them. And so God's response is, He's going to come and take them all away, wipe them out, send them into exile, whatever. Really, get on the shepherds, and then He Himself says that He will come as a good A good shepherd. And we'll bind up the broken, we'll yeah. fix the, the, the mess yeah, that the, the shepherds have made.
0: But you just moved into Isaiah. But yes, you're He's exactly done. right. Well, it's In it's Ezekiel, easy. he goes through it yeah. and actually says they're bad shepherds because of everything you said. And his example is they're using the sheep as food. Mm-hmm. Yes? Go on. Kind of
5: divergent from the shepherd theme, but. He has told you, O oh man, what is good, mm-hmm. and what the Lord, and what does, and what does the Lord require of you? but to do? Justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God.
0: Before he tells you the reference, how many men can tell me where he's Micah, reading Micah from? Five. Uh, Micah, how good.
6: many? Not what
0: is it? Was it five six, or six? Six. six, 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 or? six no. right? Yeah, it's Micah six. six but Micah. Micah. or Micah if you're talking about your younger brother. Good, outstanding. Yes, good. All right. So when we talk about
1: shepherding, are we? How, I mean, I know you said be as broad as you want to, but the, we're kind of throwing out these references. What it, what? It, what's the context of those? It, it, it sounds just religious, as though this is of the religious community. Is there a
0: physical necessity on your part to either protect or provide for others? Yes, and I think are you talking about you in that chair, or are you talking about all the men in this room, or are you talking about just you, especially the trafficantes?
1: Yes, um, Ah! Ah! good answer. (laughs) (laughs) a great answer. Yeah, Uh, because I mean, ultimately, like every shepherd of the religious community, according to uh, the apostles, one of the qualifications for being a a elder, deacon, whatever you want to call it, is you have to be able to shepherd your own home Mm -hmm. first. Right. So I think that's where it starts. The religious leaders have to be able to run their households and shepherd their own flock and tend their own sheep and so that's, that's but pretty, I don't know if there's a lot of
0: directives on that well, specifically that's pretty for ethereal system. for me so I want the meat tonight I want you to tell me exactly what that means what does that mean I'm carrying a 380 handgun right now is that... It's a is good, that? that's a good staff Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> 9 millimeter might be better but so does that fall into what you're saying Partially, or is that a different I mean, different category? I
1: would put it like if we had to categorize it like a three-legged stool, okay, um, which I usually categorize things. On <laughs> so you've got the physical, you've got the spiritual, and then you've got the emotional sure. aspects of it, which correspond obviously to your own household and then you could expand that to as great as you want. Yeah. So it still
0: so, w- so which one of those legs are you responsible for which of those three legs, sorry I don't want to dangle any participles in front of a guest. <laughs> so. For which of those leg stool stool legs are you responsible? On, on all three of them. Okay.
1: To. I don't know if I would be willing to say equally. I haven't really thought that okay. One through. Okay. But all three. Yes.
0: So physically.
1: Physically, I'm I'm commanded to protect my household. If there's okay. an intruder. Like Lori has mm-hmm. a handgun yes. that I've bought her. Good. I have a handgun. Good. Soraya has a handgun. Soraya. Right. <laughs> he was like practically born. born with one. Okay, so so
0: physically you would protect you you feel engaged to protect your household, but Likewise. would you protect the Martin household? while they are in under my jurisdiction, yes. So so yeah. if Susie were being accosted at Harris Teeter in the parking lot, huh. and you drove in, you'd see no reason to intervene?
1: No, oh, oh absolutely. If I have to be able to, I have to see it though. I can't be held responsible for something I'm not a, a witness of. But okay. yeah, if I saw anybody, okay. it's my responsibility to any any so person, now to it's two uh, parts
7: particularly
3: uh, particular. those of the Household of Faith. Yeah, so now it's gone from a greater, from, from you as an individual, to your family, to the community, community large. to now community. Yeah, at, yeah. yeah faith. And the same concept to be applied cool. in each sure. sphere. Got any threes?
0: No, but I got a pair of Gregs. You're first.
7: <laughs> well, just protection is a tricky one. I think there's several examples of like people protecting others, um, but one specific thing in regard to providing is First uh, Timothy 5.8 But if anyone does not provide for his own, especially of those it's of his household, good. he is denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Mm. So it's clear here, and of course Paul is pulling this from the Torah as well, that we are to provide not only for our household, but as we just learned in this past portion, also for when a brother becomes poor we are required and commanded to strengthen him as well.
0: Okay, and we saw that as, as you're Mentioning a couple of times here, are are the last couple of portions speak about our brother who's in need, sells himself into slavery, etc. So you're seeing that. Um, I just on the next couple of verses there. I mean, just you know, in case I'm falling into the Islam trap, um, was there anything there about killing the infidel? I mean, if he doesn't, I mean, it's just curious. He doesn't say that. Uh, No, it's okay. So I just wanted. (laughs) This is the King James. Oh, Oh, go. There. (laughs) The
2: King James
5: (laughs) (laughs) So I guess.
6: The concept of of a shepherd in Roeh in Hebrew Good. protecting. Let's explore that a little bit because a shepherd traditionally carried two things, right? A staff a and a rod. But the, the staff, rod and the staff. staff. staff was, yeah.
0: yeah.
6: Hmm. The staff was to the you know, the crook right was to lead, and the rod was to correct or to discipline who? The sheep. So he didn't necessarily carry any instrument specific to protection. Now, his presence there often would be a disincentive for some predator to approach the so in that sense, he is a type of protection. But but. Uh, I think focusing just solely on protection um, and the concept of a of a roe is really missing the larger point the larger point was he was to lead them um, lead them to you know uh, greener pasture and bring them back correct, correct discipline so his focus was all on the flock primarily not so much on outward influence.
0: So this is the uh, physical descriptions of caring for the flock. Right. But that certainly would include, although perhaps not a primary purpose, would be to protect the flock.
6: Sure. I mean, his presence there, would, like I said, would often create a disincentive for some predator or wolf or whatever to
3: attack. David, obviously, Took out some major beasts. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, he was. He was a good was, lion. But naturally, it but a that's
6: an exception.
5: exception, not too, too He right. could have been. <laughs>
6: well, we because don't know. Scripture. You got your
0: Bible, or you just are you just uh, laying around here tonight? Debatable. To yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you look at Isaiah thirty-one, four and five for me. Just what are you doing? Do just uh, So <laughs> give me. Uh, uh, let's see. I'd like you to give me uh, Jeremiah twenty-three, one and four. What was the first verse? The first verse was Isaiah thirty-one, four and 5 he's gonna check and make sure he reads the right
2: one. It, says it in Korean. Throw right? you all, right, go ahead. <laughs> um, From a perspective of what our obligation is let's say outside of our family mm-hmm. and inside of our community two parses ago the verse was paraphrased and you shall not speak ill of your brother and you shall not stand by while something bad happens and watch exactly. something bad happen right. to him and um so for example of mr martin in the grocery store were obligated to shoot that guy or protect her yeah at at, at at cost, and then from the far as taking care of a community, like Greg said, in the partial exodus when it brings that up, the study on that says we are obligated to provide up to 80% of our income should someone fall into poverty to help them to keep them from falling into poverty mm-hmm. in order good. for those loans. Good,
0: good.
2: <coughs> yes? Um, going back to the provision
4: element, of. Uh, uh I think that we talk about the biblical mandates and I think it's helpful I mean, we can we can theorize a lot about based on biblical principles what you're supposed to do. But a couple of things are definitely like expelled out. And uh, when it comes to taking care of your family, uh the I think it's Exodus makes it very clear that um in the a situation where the guy has more than one wife, which is discouraged, but if that were to happen, he can't reduce the first wife's clothes or food. Mm -hmm. And that actual... Or or marital relations. Or marital rights. That actually ends up being the foundation for the marriage contract, the ketubah, in Judaism. Um, And so, in fact, the one that's hanging in my wall, it's an Orthodox one that I I put together from my wife, got it from the Orthodox, it's all kosher and everything. Um, That's the only requirements besides, like, the bride price. Like, there's nothing else that I'm required to do, quote unquote, as a husband, strictly based off of the Bible, I mean, based off the Torah. That's not to say I'm not required to do other things, obviously I am, but those are like the core provision elements, so um, I definitely see that there's, like, there's a mandate as a husband that we're supposed to provide the basic needs yeah. for our own family.
0: Yeah, I think caring is certainly in the Ketubah, and that's the focus of that document. I would argue... Uh, that there is a whole lot in the Bible about protection as well. The one. Not, I think he's but before, that's right, not right. what the Ketubah is for. Right. I think the Ketubah is basically to guarantee care and provision.
5: I got one here. Yes. I think it perhaps it might be helpful to see what chastisement the shepherds of Israel did receive from the of Ezekiel. Yes, we can for what the they business. didn't do. Right. So it says, um, I, uh, where am I, Ezekiel 34. The weak you have not strengthened, the sick you have not healed, the injured you have not bound up, and the strayed you have not brought back, the lost you have not sought, and with force and harshness you have ruled them. And because of that, they were scattered, because there was no shepherd, and they became food for all the wild beasts, and my sheep yeah. were scattered. Yeah. So it's, it's, and I think that's, a, those can apply to both the spiritual, the physical, and the emotional exactly. uh, expressions. Yeah, but now,
0: now would you say that those apply to you, Jonathan, as a man in the community, as well as quote-unquote the shepherds or the elders, if you will, or the priests or whatever you want to call it? I
5: mean, there definitely is a mutual responsibility everyone has just by living right. To, right. to contribute to and, and to protect a particular society to a degree is um, can be up for discussion perhaps, Sure, but definitely.
0: Yeah, um, Joshua, would you read me Isaiah 31, 4 and 5?
7: For thus said to me, As a lion or a young lion grows over his prey, and when a band of shepherds is called out against him, he is not terrified by their shouting or daunted at their noise. So Adonai Zebaot will come down to fight on Mount Zion and its hills, like birds hovering. So Adonai Zebaot will protect Jerusalem; he will protect it and deliver it. He will spare and rescue
0: it. So we see in this passage that the shepherds called out against this young lion growling over its prey. Are he, that, that lion is not terrified by their shouting or daunted at their noise so they obviously are shouting at like you said they may not have a weapon but they are definitely trying to you know, uh, shoo the, the lion away now it, it doesn't work out too well there because uh, in this particular case um, the lion is not dissuaded but like birds hovering uh, the lord of hosts or Adonai Tsevaot will protect Jerusalem Jerusalem, and protect and deliver it he will spare and rescue it so we see a a, physical deliverance there Josiah you had what did you have numbers 38 what did you have oh yeah was it uh, what did I give you 10 or 23 23 1 and 4 yeah give me 23 1 and
2: 4
3: All to the shepherds who are destroying and scattered, destroying and scattering the sheep of my pastor, declares Adonai. I will also raise up the shepherds over them and will tend to them, and they will not be afraid any longer, nor be terrified, nor
0: will any be seen, declares Adonai. So there, the result of the shepherds being over them is that they will not fear, they will not be dismayed and there won't be any missing hmm when sheep are missing it normally means that they're on a plate unfortunately Greg you got
6: something
0: enough
6: Joe so Um so one thing that, that comes to mind is uh, well actually two things that come to mind so pure religion is this right to visit Orphans and widows in their distress. Where is he quoted from? James. James. Good. Yeah, James. So, which reminds me of what? I, I, what are the commandments that have no prescribed measure? Right. One of them being the corners of the field. That's right. So, which ties into caring for in your community those in need.
4: Right.
6: So uh, that I think is an obligation that we all have. The other thing that comes to mind is Proverbs 13, where it's written, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children, children and his children's, children's children. And children. the second half of the verse says, and the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. So the context is talking about monetary right. inheritance, assets. Um, but I think you could also take that a little bit farther because you know it's, it's like the old cliche you know there's some things that money can't buy right so in addition to making sure your family uh, are cared for you know materially and financially an inheritance that we hand to our children is also a good name a good reputation a strong legacy, you know, etc. Use you know, whatever adjective or noun you want. Um, but I think that's an obligation okay. that we all have. Good. Yes, I agree. Right.
0: Taylor.
6: A lot of the thoughts
1: that came to my mind regarding shepherd is well, how can I shepherd? How can you shepherd? All of that, like what we can do. But one of the thoughts that came to me as I'm just kind of looking through different shepherd things is well, who is our shepherd? Or who are our shepherds, uh, because we would all say, well, Yeshua is our shepherd, but is there anyone more immediate than that? Uh, Because I think that we like to be shepherds. We like to be leaders, and we should, and we ought to be, but um, shepherds have shepherds, and we're sheep on one level, and so I think that's an interesting question. I don't have an answer, it just kind of came to my mind, and maybe something that I'd like to see what other people's thoughts regarding such a question.
6: Well, the I mean, question being again
1: who are our shepherds do we have any or no? Yeah. I, I think is uh, it just like everyone in this room yeah. or like I, what? I think a
0: follow-on to that question would be um, do the sages or the elders of Israel fall into that mix as well if if it's outside this room if, if there's you know, there may be some inside this room if there's others outside this room uh, where do the sages of Israel where do the, the church fathers play And uh, I think these are these are excellent excellent questions Joshua
4: um, I'm
0: just thinking about I've talked to
4: um, some of my wife about our community is kind of neat the way that it almost has layers to it and you have several of the um, more veteran men um, that have studied and have taught and um, provide a lot of leadership to this community. But then beneath them, there are those of us who are younger um, that have also spent a lot of time studying, um, that have spent time teaching, that are able to provide um, kind of an energetic leadership underneath that. And then you've got people who are newer have a lot of passion and fire and excitement and, and so there's like I think it's neat the way that this community is structured that you have these layers that can work together um, and they can all kind of help and none of us is you know smart enough to say we can't learn from any one of the other ones but um, I just say that it's, it's, I think it's helpful the way that it's, it's structured there so to your point um, I would I mean I would see myself as looking up to like, some of the older men in our community, as as being um, significant uh, repositories of wisdom, when I need help, you know, I would kind of go. I would be. I guess I would kind of tend tend towards looking to them first, almost, um, when I have questions, and then maybe exploring beyond them when necessary.
0: I don't want us to get off on a on a, on a leadership thing tonight, but I mean, I'm. I'm sensitive to your question and I want us to raise it and, and answer it but I think it's probably a, a class in and of itself so okay. let's finish talking about shepherds and leadership and sure. responsibilities and so forth. I got you next go ahead Gregor.
7: Okay. Well just to that point mm-hmm. I was going to say the who the, to answer the question who are our shepherds I feel like there is still a need to understand that there's a certain responsibility there so throwing out like sages of Israel and even to some extent like Yeshua it seems like well I, Yeshua is a different category obviously that he's God so but but for others it's like the question would be are you my shepherd do you feel responsible for me is what I would kind of ask Like, yeah. so I feel like I am a shepherd of many of the older men in this room because I do feel like if I asked them do you feel responsible for me they would say absolutely like, if you're doing something wrong I'm going to let you know I I feel like if you were in need I would absolutely help you so there's like this, a similar relationship between the analogy of the shepherd and the sheep, as opposed to, like, who are you again? I mean, you know, meeting a sage of Israel, right? Sure. It's like, who? I have no idea who you are, therefore I feel no obligation whatsoever to be providing or, or sustaining you in any way. Um, now, that could change based on proximity, like whether you lived close to one or something like that, but sure. just in general, like yeah. us here.
0: A, w- a wise man once told me... Um, if you want to know who the elders are pick the finest <coughs> men that you see in the community. They're fathers of the elders. Yes sir? Mm-hmm. I, I hope
5: help, help that we can define shepherd yeah. um, in a certain sense because I think, tell me what you think of this going definition and if someone has authority to, to uh, steer to um, direct and to uh, discipline the members of the community but they have a, a recognized uh, if you will like a um, almost. Like While we all collectively have a responsibility to keep each other accountable, um, really we all have a responsibility to make sure that this person knows when someone's tripping up, when, when someone needs help, when someone needs protection or needs something physical. It's really not our responsibility to go one in one sort of undermining. I think it's all of us report to that shepherd and that shepherd reports to other shepherds. Mm-hmm. So not, not just so that we don't confuse the collective responsibility and then the obligation to uh, support uh, the directive of a
0: shepherd. Sure. I, I think that's great. And I, and I don't want us to, to focus tonight um, solely on the community. Okay. Um, uh, but that was great. I, I, I think that uh, uh, my desire tonight is to, to have everyone leave with an understanding of, in your gut, you are responsible for fill in the blank. And that doesn't mean you're an elder of the community. It, it could be you're just a regular guy. It could be you're not even driving yet, and you're not even wearing socks. You know, who knows? But the bottom line is, as men, we have responsibilities. As we grow, as we marry, as we have children, we may have even greater responsibilities. But as men, we have responsibilities.
6: Yes, just to follow up on some comments comments that Greg made I mean I do think um, I've got maybe a slightly different perspective because I I think you can be a shepherd over a your your individual family your individual community you can be a shepherd over you know uh, a nation you know a shepherd if he's truly a shepherd, right? He has genuine concern for everyone Amen. in his flock, even if he may not necessarily have an intimate one-on-one, you know, relationship. So, I mean, biblically speaking, it was obvious that Moshe had great concern for the entire nation of Israel, right? Even though I doubt he individually had personal, individual relationships with every, you know, all 600,000 men that came out of the shrine, right? So so the fact that the shepherd may not have a deep, intimate, individual relationship doesn't mean the shepherd doesn't necessarily still feel a great sense of responsibility for those that are in his flock, however, that, whatever that encompasses. Right? I
0: agree with you. I would take it one step further and say... That shepherds love sheep. Sure. Period. Because if the shepherd comes across a sheep that's stuck in a thicket or has fallen down an embankment and can't get back up, he's gonna he's going to save that sheep. He's gonna protect it. He's going to care for it. And at this point he may not even know if it's his own sheep. But then we get back to you know Deuteronomy twenty-two and caring for this sheep who's not my sheep but I need to seek out its owner and restore him and so forth. Johnny. Sort of what Greg was mentioning sort of inspired my
3: this thought here that I feel that the, the true shepherds are the ones that are usually going to be the first ones up in the morning and they're the last ones that get to go to bed at night mm-hmm. because they've, they've got so many things that they're overseeing. There's There's so much there's a lot of love involved there. And with that, I think love is a necessary, fact, is a, is a necessary ingredient, because without that, um, it becomes, you know, it, their duty then becomes more of a burden. And, and so it's, uh, you know, I could be getting a little philosophical or, or whatever, but it, to me, it's almost mandated mm. in the role of a shepherd. Mm.
0: And we see the sages of Israel have done that down through the ages, even in this uh, time frame here from 1,000 to 1,500. The many sages that we read of and read their commentary, I mean, uh, as we're reading the biographies, even up to this day, um, you've got guys who are rising long before day, staying up way, way, way late at night. And many times it's simply because people want to talk to them and and they want to pray with and for them to while he's uh, speaking please turn in your Bibles if you have them with you to Numbers chapter 3
1: I know you caught on me but you did, you did tell I beg your pardon the thank you time.
0: very much Taylor
7: thank you. Two, just two, two comments I, I, Mr. Ufferman and I I think I, we are on the same page what I was an example to use the coming out with Moshe what I was talking about would be like does Moshe feel responsible for like one of the guys who didn't go with him like who is still in Egypt and that's sort of like how I'm seeing like now you know, the Prime Minister of Israel is not necessarily feeling like I'm a, a sheep over here in North Carolina. That's, but if you I'm saw
0: somebody about to take a shot at him, would you jump in front and take the bullet?
7: Right, yes. Were the
0: Prime Minister of Israel?
7: But, but that's I think a different relationship there. So that's all I was saying. Like yeah. Proximity definitely just change it. But then the the other thing I was going to say was, you mentioned the greener pastures, like preparing. And I think in addition to the The active role that a shepherd plays in his own family by protecting and providing and and whether it be physically, spiritually or emotionally there's also that sense which I learned from the many marriage classes that we've had in this class that a shepherd is also responsible for setting the vision for his sheep he sees where those greener pastures are, he sees where it's going to be safe and And that's where he leads his family. Good for you. And that is such a key thing that I didn't grasp at first when when I got married and as we've just been growing and learning more, that's been something that has blessed my family so much by being the forerunner and the visionary Mm -hmm. and being one to make sure that my family, communicate accurately that my family knows the direction we're headed so that if they were asked the same questions that I get asked, we would all be on the same page. Mm -hmm. And it creates a, uh, an atmosphere of security and trust, and both of those, I think, are key ingredients to the sheep trusting the shepherd.
0: And family community. Yeah. Tell.
1: Returning kind of, in my mind, to the practical aspects of shepherding, mm-hmm. what would you say should be the proper priority list for the, the men in this room? For example, You've, we've got a lot of different priorities that we could speak about breaking, uh, even breaking apart the family. I've got my wife, I've got my child, I've got bills to pay, I've got work, etc. And then expanding that to the community. We've got teaching lessons, taking the accountability with other men, you know, touching base with people we haven't seen in a while. And then beyond that, uh, responsibilities, uh, just at large civic duties, etc., is that a, like is that the way that we should prioritize based upon starting at the very center and moving outward, or should it be more uh, vertical where it starts here and kind of less important? Mm. Yeah. Does everything kind of, in, in other words, does the prioritizing of my responsibilities center around something so that it kind of grows as it goes out, or does it does it list?
0: Yeah, I don't know if that makes um, sense. I, I think it does, and. Um, I don't know the right answer but I can tell you that in my own life mm-hmm. um, modeling it around the layout of the, of, uh, the Torah and the way that the uh, families were centered around the Torah and the increasing holiness as you drew closer and closer to the center um, the, the final thing that you come to is families and you've got you know, these massive tribes and that tribe is made up of multiple clans, and those clans are made up of multiple families, and you know you get down to finally you got one guy, and then so you, you know, you've 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 built this downward spiral down to the individual man in charge of an individual family, and then we bounce right back out again on the opposite side, that this guy happens to be of the tribe of Levi, and further happens to be a son of Aaron and therefore is now a priest and therefore is going to be in a course of twenty-four courses of priests and is going to be serving all of the ones that we just drilled down into, he will be serving them in this way. So uh, I see multiple, as, as, uh, as uh, I think Gregory put it, with his, or Joshua, these multiple layers of things so as we drill down into these multiple layers down to a single man we drill back up again into families and community and, and so forth and, and service and uh, I, I don't want us to, to focus so much on just the ethereal religious sacred things but the, the day in and day out stuff um, it's, it's my expectation that if uh, you know like we were just talking about with, uh, with Bibi you know if, if, you're, if you're at Harris Teeter and there is a problem I'm expecting that you would step up and if you don't step up I would jack you up. That, that would be my issue. Would you get that through please? I would, I would expect that the care of others outside the community is a hallmark of this community because we're in here. Uh, I asked you to turn to Numbers um, chapter 3 uh, verse 38 says those who were to camp before the tabernacle on the east before the tent of meeting toward the sunrise were Moses and Aaron and his sons so I mean this is, this is, the, uh, this is the priests, right guarding the sanctuary itself to protect the people of Israel and any outsider who came near was to be put to death the pest
7: was actually selling pest control.
0: Pest control, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, if it if it were the, what'd uh, yeah, you say? <laughs> it was. <laughs> that's it's like an annual subscription. Yeah. If <laughs> it's if, a if, if next time it's the uh, Jehovah's one, one Witnesses, go ahead and the invite them in. Oh, I, yes, I, I was ready. ready. Yeah. show us, <laughs> brother, your chair yeah. in the front. <laughs> he was showing some arms, So, so you yeah, know, I want to I want to make sure we see here that the protecting the faithful meant putting others to death at times so if any outsider who came near he was to be put to death Uh, that word outsider is czar so yeah and anyway the good shepherd lays down his life hopefully as the uh as the, the general told the uh, the young soldier, uh, the general asked, "Are you, are you, uh, are you ready to fight?" The young soldier said, "Yes, I'm. I'm ready to give my life for my country." And the general looked at the soldier and said, "Son, it's it's better if the other guy gives his life for his country." <laughs> really. Okay. Um, so speaking
4: to Taylor's point, I think about uh, just from experience perspective uh, factor that. Uh, I, one of the saddest stories in religious world is oftentimes that some of the most focused on the needs of the community have a tendency towards ignoring their own family to the extent that they impact dozens of people around them and lose those yeah. closest to them.
0: Yeah, We've seen that uh, in Christianity that happens quite a bit more than it does in Judaism. True, but it still happens in Judaism. It does,
4: and I think that, and so I feel like, if we if we ignore, going back, I think what one things Paul says, it you, it starts. How does he govern his home? So, it really I think your responsibilities as a man, as a, as a husband or father, start at home Amen.
3: first. Amen.
4: And then they branch out from that, and I think that that also includes um, financial responsibilities. Sure. I see that as. You have to provide for your own, but then you also need to. um, But then I think it branches out from there as far as like, where do you go with your charity? So if there's people in your community that need help, I think that would take priority over people who live in another town, Mm -hmm. Um, and so on, or another country, whatever (laughs) the case may be, and so on and so forth. So then, um, because ultimately, I think that we can, um, I think that we have to have a fairly simplistic view when it comes to priorities or else it's going to be extremely complicated because well, there's so many well, layers But at some point what I don't think did, it even matters
0: anymore Well what did the master say? You can't attack this house you can't plunder it unless you tie up the strongman, so for, strongman. Who's the strongman? Uh, the guy in there Well I, you know, obviously I'm, I'm <laughs> into the protection thing I that. but uh, um, I read an article several years ago that has now been put into a children's booklet Um, but it uh, it quotes the same article that I read and uh, I recall hearing someone change my view of the scriptures when I was asked how many people are in the Bible you're thinking, well, are we, are we? Are we looking for numbers or what? And then he clarified. And he says, "No, how many types of people?" So, in in the most simplistic sense, what's the answer that we believe now? Two. Two. What are they? I
2: would say
0: three. Three. He would say three. You say two. I what are the two gone. you say? I
7: would have said the righteous and the wicked.
0: The righteous and the wicked. I like that. You said two. Was that the two you were going to say? I thought, based on your class, you were going to say shepherd and sheeps. <laughs> shepherd and sheeps. <laughs> <laughs> Sheep is plural. Sheepens Sheepets shepote. Yeah, no, I would, I would not say that. You say three.
2: I was, it's not a person. I was going to say Israel. Good. Against Israel. Okay. The nations for Israel.
0: Was it? He said okay.
2: Israel. The nations for
1: Israel. The nations against Israel. Okay. I would, I would say you and might Israel. want to write this
0: down. I think I can argue very effectively from the scriptures there's two types of people on the planet that God created:
3: sheep and the goats. (laughs) Israel and not Israel.
0: Jews and Joes. (laughs) There's Jews that God chose, and there's Gentiles. Everybody else. Everybody else. (laughs) That's biblical, guys. You either have been chosen or you have not. And if you were not, you have the opportunity to be grafted in. There's no such thing as grafted in unless there's something in which we can be grafted. So the two, so two. Does that uh, does that result in two? Do you, do, you, do you remain with the with the two you. after you've been grafted in? Right, since yes. the Christian yeah. teaching is there's the there's the Jews. There's the Gentiles, and then the third would be the Church, right? So, do that's a different class. <laughs>
7: well, just to your point, this morning I was kind of reading and focusing on Psalm 100, verse three: "We are His people and the sheep of oh, His pasture," which is. It fits tonight. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, it's <laughs> such a it's such a cool verse to consider because, I, I mean, yeah, w- what how special is it to be grafted in? And you consider that they are his sheep, and they are, like, his people. And, and, like, and now you
0: get that opportunity as well. Yeah. Having which, not been designated that way from birth.
7: Right. Which which include the two things that we mentioned come with being a shepherd. Yeah. The, the leading, which mm-hmm. is what is amazing, and the discipline, which helps a lot. And the, the
0: protection. Yes. You bet. So this gentleman writes this... Uh, this article, and he divides the world into three people because he's not coming at it from a faith perspective <coughs> at all. And his three groups were different. So I'd like to just read you a little snippet of uh, of this, not to bore you, um, but to see where you see yourself. I'm reading from. Uh, A booklet called Sheepdogs. This is uh, a children's book but the back of it is the original um, article by Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman and he opens his talk by quoting from Dr. William Bennett (coughs) in a lecture to the United States Naval Academy in 1997, seven years ago. Honor never grows old and honor rejoices the heart of age. It does so because honor is, finally, about defending those noble and worthy things that deserve defending, even if it comes at a high cost. In our time, that may mean social disapproval, which happens to us, I think, public scorn, which certainly happens to Colbert, hardship, persecution, or as always, even death itself. The question remains, what is worth defending? What is worth dying for? for what is worth living for. So Lieutenant uh, Colonel Grossman says, one Vietnam veteran, an old retired colonel once said this to me, and uh, it's really his quote that I'd like to give you tonight. Most of the people in our society are sheep. That's his first category. That's also a biblical one. They are kind, gentle, productive creatures who can only hurt one another by accident. This is true. Remember, the murder rate is 6 per 100,000 per year, and the aggravated assault rate is 4 per 1,000 per year. What this means is that the vast majority of Americans are not inclined to hurt one another. Some estimates say that 2 million Americans are victims of violent crimes every year, a tragic staggering number, perhaps an all-time record rate of violent crime, but there are over 300 million Americans, which means that the odds of being a victim of violent crime is considerably less than 1 in 100 in any given year. Furthermore, since many violent crimes are committed by repeat offenders, the actual number of violent citizens is considerably less than 2 million. Huh? Thus, there is a paradox, and we must grasp both ends of the situation. We may well be in the most violent times in history, but violence is still remarkably rare. This is because most citizens are kind, decent people are not capable of hurting each other except by accident or under extreme provocation they are sheep. I mean nothing negative by calling them sheep to me it's like the pretty blue robin's egg inside is soft and gooey but someday it will grow into something wonderful but the egg cannot survive without its hard blue shell police officers soldiers and other warriors are like that shell and someday the civilization they protect will grow into something wonderful For now, though, they need warriors to protect them from the predators. Then there are the wolves, the old war veteran said, that's the second group, and the wolves feed on the sheep without mercy. Do you believe there are wolves out there who will feed on the flock without mercy? You better believe it. There are evil men in this world, and they are capable of evil deeds. The moment you forget that or pretend it's not so, you become a sheep. There's no safety in denial. And then there are the sheepdogs and I'm a sheepdog he said I live to protect the flock and confront the wolf so when I read that I thought immediately of our faith and thought regardless of the groups theologically there are different types of people out there there are those who need protection and who will always need protection. Widows, orphans. Widows and orphans are specifically called out in the scriptures, and if we don't care for them, can we really be part of the faith? And then there are the the folks that just need a little help. Some who financially fall into some kind of bad weather and need assistance and we read about that and we've read about that in the past couple of portions as we are to care for them So, so there are the sheep and if you've ever been in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia or New York City you realize that there are wolves they're here in Charlotte as well but there are people out there who have no moral compass and who have absolutely no problem taking life Life, which is so precious to the Jewish community, which will trump Shabbat, which the master argued over, is so precious and yet has no regard to the wolf. And I submit to you that our call, not just as believers and not just as Torah keepers, but as Metafaith in general, as men specifically, is that we should be the sheepdogs. There is no reason why any man in this room should not be willing and able and prepared to protect the flock. And by the flock, at least according to Colonel Grossman's definition, it includes anyone whom we come across. And I think if you carefully read the Torah as I did after reading this, you'll realize it's not just your family. And it's not just your community. And it's not just your town. It's wherever you are at any time. It's you stepping up. And I've said a couple of times in the past to this group, if there's a need in a group of people, secular or otherwise, where somebody just needs to stand up and pray, Everybody should turn their head and look at you. It's your job. You should be trained to do it. You should be prepared to do it. And you should be well-practiced in doing it. You may be the only one in there that's even got a relationship with the creator of the universe. But you should be the one that prays. And I stand before you tonight to tell you the same thing with regard to safety. If it comes to protecting the flock, the general sheep of this planet, we should be the ones we should be the ones to stand up and care enough to die greater love has no man than this, than he laid down his life for his friends and yet the scripture goes on to tell us that our master died for us while we were yet enemies that's love and that's the foundation of our faith I'd like to enroll you all in the sheepdog category. And now I'm done. <laughs> so I'm ready for your count.
3: So we're going to walk outside and take a look so at the who will say who let the dogs out. Yeah, <laughs> who <laughs> let the dogs yeah.
7: <laughs> out. One, uh, one thing that comes to mind, maybe not so much with the sheepdog analogy, but a little more with the shepherd analogy, is that So I, I was listening to this one sermon, and the guy was saying like how... Yeshua, of course, being the perfect example of leadership yes. and of a shepherd, shepherd, but mostly because of his sacrificial qualities Precisely. and servant-like nature towards caring for the poor and the weak and the sick and the downtrodden. And you almost have that picture of a shepherd who's he's getting his hands dirty all day long. He's caring for broken legs. And, I mean, and, you know, somebody looking over... Just who didn't understand that relationship might think that the sheep were actually above the shepherd because he's the one that's all dirty and everything, get, and they're they're all nice and clean. And, he looks and like he looks, a servant, exactly. And uh, and this this gentleman who was doing the sermon was saying that's basically the responsibility of a husband and a father is one who is very sacrificial for his family and is willing to put his neck out, willing to to. Take all the heat, willing to take all the responsibility, yeah. willing to make decisions that might result in consequences. But of course, he's willing to bear them, and yeah. and you know, and it's social just, ridicule. Yeah, and I, but I just think it, it is really cool because even with children, like just before we came tonight, it was bath night. You know, just like giving the opportunity to, to bathe our children. It's like well, they couldn't do this on their own. You know, this is us, like. Humbling ourselves to to like care for those that can't I mean, care for themselves. Amen. So special. Yeah.
0: Wait until your your parents get older and you have to do it to your parents. Yeah. There's a picture. <laughs> yeah. Comments.
3: To kind of bring us full circle back to your initial comment in the beginning about living in a broken world and responsibilities of men and fathers I feel that I'm in sort of a unique position and uh, I had the privilege of reading the this week's chapter of the Pirkei of with my daughter mm-hmm. on Shabbat and we're talking and you know we're doing this uh, a little bit before Havdallah, and we 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 get to Converse about some of the inner workings of these these sayings of the fathers and and things like that, and you can tell that she's she has this really really sort of innate sense of of right and wrong and and, and justice and peace. And when, when we pray the the morning prayers together and everything, and I, I look over at her, you know, you know, with the, when we're reading the blessings and. Like who give us love of righteousness and peace and stuff like that, and I look over and I was like, "You love all those things?" She's <laughs> like, "Yeah." It's like, okay, "Okay, cool." And you know, and um, it was just such a blessing to. Uh, at times, it feels frustrating uh, because of the um, lack of time that I get to spend with her. Mm-hmm. But I can tell that the the shepherding is working because she was able to quote massive chunks of the first and second blessings of the Shema. Amen. And I was just, I mean, it literally brought me to tears of joy. And I was just like, where did that come from? And she was just like, well, we read it all the time. And I was like, you're right, we do. <laughs> and I just, it, it's working. Amen. It works. Amen. A- and it, the, it doesn't always have to, uh, The the results are not always as immediately recognizable to us as our instant gratification um, society Mm -hmm. mindset would uh, like it to be, but um, it works.
0: Well, you know, you bring up our instant gratification society, and I was reminded of last week, Alan took me to uh, Banana Republic to get a pair of pants. And uh, when I showed up at the mall, she was already there, sitting on one of those cool leather couches in the middle, you know, outside the store. And uh, she saw me, she, she got up, and, and she said, uh, I scoped out the store before you got here just to save us some time. She felt compelled not to tell me about the pants, but to warn me about the salesman.
3: <laughs> you told us this. <laughs>
0: To see a male exuding such feminine characteristics and a lack of masculinity made me recognize then, as I was preparing some of this discussion for tonight, that if someone were to walk in there with a club, a knife, a gun, or anything... This less than masculine man would be cowering behind the counter.
2: Are you happy with exactly, and I think he made
0: that sound while I was there. Are you happy with your hair? Yeah, you know, I mean, it was terrible. Someone got it. You know, and I just, I really think that that's not us. And, and back to, you know, preparing a course for your life that may bring ridicule, that may bring social. Unrest is is where we need to be, quite frankly. And I've come up, I think, with a good phrase for when I meet these unmasculine men. Let's hear it. So you you just let uh, yeah. ponder it for a second, and then let me know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Just say, it, say it to Cole. <laughs> I find it unsettling that you choose to define yourself to me by who who you have sex with. (laughs) I think that says it all. It's unsettling to me. It doesn't mean that I don't like you. It doesn't mean that I think you're going to burn in hell. Some of these things may still be true, but I haven't stated I just think that it's unsettling to me that of all the things by which you could describe yourself or make yourself known to me, you're describing yourself by who you have sex with. Why that? Why don't you, why don't you describe yourself to me by your penmanship? <laughs> By your joie de vivre, by your eloquence, je, je by your strength, by your hairstyle, but not by who you have sex with, I find it unsettling. Unsettling. <laughs> What do you think? You've got to work? I'm going to play it and try it. What's the next time Wait, are you, yeah, you're talking about the so next <laughs> time I'm going to buy a pants? That's exactly the one, one phrase or the that. whole... <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> I mom take I would like,
5: like to take that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen
2: Stop, to this, sir. It's
1: like
3: a Braveheart speech,
1: right?
3: Take it away. Oh, yeah, <man>. all right. Let's <laughs> <They> just, like, <laughs> just like, this text Michael Sam that right, right now. But they'll never take our masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Final <laughs> comments. They'll me. never
3: take what? my 9mm.
1: I think that the is, it's not necessarily children.
7: that, uh, like when we just as a reminder, masculinity not meaning like how deep a person's voice is or whether or not they tuck in their button-down shirt or the colors they choose, like all all of the, those other or whether they call
0: flip-flops shower shoes. <laughs> right.
7: Yeah. It's it's not necessarily that, but I think their lack of masculinity is. The the selfishness with which they carry themselves, yeah. and it creates a lack of security. Sure, I mean, like you would never look to a person, exuding all of those characteristics, as someone to protect you. Like you just said, right? right. Somebody tries right. to hold it up. That's really the the line there of masculinity, and it, so it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have like a deep voice and a beard and you know wear Don't these you? huge lumberjack shoes and everything. That always but, helps, though. Right, but but it's it's your. Your presence is really the, the masculinity there. It's it's Amen. your ability to your your confidence, you know, your assertiveness.
0: Point me towards danger,
7: Robin. Well, okay.
3: it's uh, it's interesting that you've been one on selfishness, because it's the uh, that's the definition of a man is someone who gives. That's right. right. You know, even even down to the most intimate level, but um,
0: and women
2: receive, receive. Yeah. So intimate.
7: Speaking of intimate. Got a
0: that romance. Thing. Yeah, he, that Maybe we should just again. Just yeah. man give. Men kid. Women Man-headable.
3: Man-headable. 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 You know what? Everything that's actually right. You know, that's exactly right. Exactly right.
0: <laughs> Final <laughs> comments?
3: Good discussion.
0: I hope this affects the two of you immensely talk immensely. about this with your mom it's their
2: homework to memorize that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah for, prize to the first guy and who tries settling. the unsettling
2: yeah
0: gentlemen may you taste of the sweetness of the world to come in this life may you see your children's children come to faith may your end be with the life of the world to come and your deeds affect the hope of many generations May your heart ponder and achieve understanding of Torah. And may your mouth speak wisdom to everyone you meet. May your tongue bring forth song <coughs> as you praise the Holy One. Blessed is he. <coughs> may you have the self-control to look straight before you. May your eyes be enlightened by the light of Torah. And may your face shine like the brightness of the sky. May your lips of knowledge and your heart rejoice in righteousness and your feet run to hear the words of the Ancient of Days. Amen. Amen. God bless you, men. Be strong and act like men!